0: Welcome to Let Me Know How It Is, a pop culture podcast about TV, movies, comics and all things geek. We're talking sweep and stunt episodes. I'm Zach Slater and Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smith of the Rings.
1: And I'm Clifton.
0: So, uh sweep and stunt episodes is not really a term. Uh <laughs> that's the way like I like I was referring to it like while I was going over this all week. Uh so what do we mean? So, uh I guess maybe gimmicky episodes gets a little bit more to the idea like the times when a show does something really out of left field for an episode, which usually not always, but usually happens during sweeps, which we'll get into in a moment. So, um, so I'll start off with one that I think kind of like perfectly illustrates what we're talking about here. So um, Seinfeld, the episode, the betrayal season nine, episode eight, right? Uh, this is the backwards episode that uh, I think, I think a lot of people remember, right? This one's gimmicky as hell. <laughs> Right, yes, for sure, I think worth pointing out, predates memento
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: by a couple of years uh, <laughs> and uh, this one, yeah, it's just uh uh, it's not my favorite episode, but like like I have like an admiration for it, like this is one I remember um was talked about a little bit, it was hyped up a bit before it aired, like we like like people knew it was coming mm-hmm. um and. You know, and so, like, it opens at the end, right? The first part that what you see is, like, they're, like, in India. They're, at, like, a wedding in India. And you're, like, what? Like, what's going Like, how do they get in India?
2: Mm. Right? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> and I think, like, that's kind of the fun part of the episode is that, like, I do think that they planned it out well enough to kind of be, like, kind of shocking for the teaser, which is at the end, and then sort of, like, gradually get you into, like, like, oh, like it's one of Elaine's old friends and she's getting and she's getting married in India and, and she invites them and all of the crew over there. And then like it's so you got to see uh, um, sort of that like, you know, uh, uh, that onion peel as it was as it was going. Um, and, you know, I remember that like there was like weird shots in there where you would see like Kramer with a lollipop. And then you'd see him like five minutes earlier and the lollipop just keeps getting like bigger and bigger and bigger, like as the Mm -hmm. show goes on, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what we're talking about. Also has one of my favorite gags though, that the show ever did. So like at the end for the end credit, uh, uh, like stinger, they went back before even like the start of the episode. So they go back to like all the way when Jerry moves into the apartment for the first time right mm-hmm. and so they cleaned out like the whole set and there's just boxes okay. <laughs> right and he's like moving in the last box and then kramer comes in in like a bathroom he's like hey hey you know i like woke up to the building he goes oh hey how's it going i'm jerry like i'm your new neighbor and kramer's like just standing in the in the hallway like like just kind of like looking in and he's like uh he's like hey you know i'm ordering a pizza like you, you know you want to come in have some and <laughs> Kramer's like, no, no, no. I don't want to impose. And Jerry's like, why? We're neighbors. What's mine is yours. Yeah. And then, like Kramer like <laughs> walks in and immediately just starts like looking around the whole apartment. He's like, really? Like, <laughs> right. So we get the origin of his freeloading ways. Yes. It's
3: almost like a vampire yeah. being invited in. Right. <laughs> Couldn't have done all that until Jerry said it was okay.
0: Right. So that aired November 20th, 1997. So that, Mm -hmm. so that was a sweeps episode.
1: It was. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so let's get into a little bit of like what sweeps is because it's a term I think a lot of people have heard. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. um, but maybe don't know exactly what it is.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I always knew like broadly what it was. I knew it was like the time ratings mattered the most for some reason to shows. It's kind of archaic now in our, in our new, watching habits and watching ways but yeah back in the olden days when everybody watched tv on tv and watched tv when it aired nielsen would always keep track of ratings cuz you know advertising ruled everything so it was very important for the advertisers to know how many people were watching shows and four times a year nielsen would send out surveys to people all across the country to fill out their watching habits in those, in those periods to get an idea of the, the ratings for local advertising. And this was the thing I didn't know. What I didn't realize was that like Nielsen kept track for the purposes of national advertising, which was the majority of where money for these shows came from was national ads. Nielsen kept track of that stuff all year long Mm -hmm. through the Nielsen families. Mm-hmm. The sweeps was just for the local ads, which only made up a smaller portion of the show's money. So they would do all of these stunts just to, to pad their books for this one little extra piece of the pie all the time. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's, huh. that's what I learned looking into it, which I didn't know along the way. But yeah, so the ratings, the traditional sweeps periods were November, February, May and July. And in sweeps weeks again, like that was even an older, more archaic term because it mostly became a month Mm -hmm. each of those months, not just a week. But in the early, earliest days, they couldn't keep track of everything country nationwide for a whole month. So they would just hit the East Coast one week, middle America the next week you know the the mountains the third week and then west coast fourth week so that's where that's where the term sweep came from they would literally sweep across the country with these uh statistics uh, so that's where it all came from yeah. yeah yeah but so it became very important to to do to pump up those ratings at those yeah. times of year
0: and so what you got in an attempt to 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 get like as many eyeballs as possible uh, uh, you know, to to to, I guess I d- I don't want to say cook the books, but sort of to get like the highest uh, uh, right. rating possible, right? Yeah. Your, your attempt numbers. was that like you did something gimmicky that brought in not only the audience of the show but also like other people to check out what it was like what they were doing, right? Mm-hmm. And this is this was the time when you know, like you said, like it's archaic now because it's like viewing <laughs> habits have completely changed. But like this is a time when like. You know, like thirty million people would be watching ER, right? Right. right. You know what I mean, or something like.
1: Yep. All at the same time.
0: All at the same time. Which today, like that's huge. Like, like sure. nothing. Nothing is pulling number like the the Super Bowl gets that, and like the right. Olympics, maybe right? Dude, right? And,
1: mm, probably and probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Yeah. The Super Bowl, yes.
0: <laughs> so, so all right. So, like, what, what did you? What do you guys have on your lists? Uh, you know. Some, I'm sure you guys remember just offhand, and some, I'm sure you you looked up and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this, or I had no idea
3: that the they show did this. So what do you got? Well, for me, the one that I remember like the first time I realized there was such a thing as a stunt or something that was done just to pull people in, and we're talking, this goes way back to 1980, mm-hmm. <laughs> was was who shot jr and, and <laughs> right. again i say that and as, as if it means something and i'm sure to anyone right. that's you know under a certain age probably 30 has no idea what that even means <laughs> right but once upon a time there was a show called dallas which was basically like a, a soap opera at night or a novella for for back of a better term on cbs and it was like the biggest thing going right people love this show um it was all about an oil family that lived in in um in dallas um and and you know if the the Larry Hagman was Jr. and he was like the the biggest bastard on TV and people loved to hate him, and then CBS like you know you know you know people were watching and it was the end of a season I believe it was in season three, and he gets shot, but it's like he's mm-hmm. like someone shot by someone like a silhouette in a doorway, and this is long before any of this other stuff that I remember being a big deal. It was like the country was like for a summer I think it happens at the end of, I think it's May sweeps. That was the other thing. It was most, like
1: this whole it was most likely May, yeah, because May May for me is
3: like when I remember sweeps being a thing because it always meant to me like, oh, we're not going to get new TV until September, like right around <laughs> yeah. you know the fall. Um, but so there was this thing was he he got shot and someone was in silhouette and there was no in the and the country was just like it was on magazines, it was all over the place. Who shot Jr. Right? And I think when they finally came back and answered who who did it, I think it had like ninety million viewers. If you can imagine that for a television show, like half oh the country, God. like half the country <laughs> watched the show to figure out who done it. Right. So that was one of the first ones I ever like, you know, as a kid was like, well, I mean, I didn't care because I didn't watch Dallas. So it wasn't a big deal to me. But to, I know to like, you know, I remember just like it was everywhere, you know, people were speculating. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was Vegas odds on who, who indeed did it, you know, who pulled the trigger, <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. And I think about like, in conversely to now, it's like one of those things where, you know, all that stuff for me, that's where I tree it back to a source. That's where I remember the first big thing where like, you know, you didn't, and the other thing, oh, the other thing was, you didn't know if he was going to make it. That was the thing that they kept playing up was the ideas like, is he dead? Does he survive? You know? Mm-hmm. at the end of the episode he's left on the floor so it's like you don't really know whether or not he survived getting shot anyway and he's like the biggest villain in television at the time
2: right so yeah, yeah.
3: but that's that's where I remember what all stars for you know yeah, to
0: find out that the baby did it and, oh right. sorry well, no, no, no. that's a that's a that's another show that's another show where they shot a we'll bastard. get to
3: that one too <laughs> we'll get to that yeah. one too yeah but that
4: was a direct rip of it that was a
3: direct yes. rip yeah rip of that. course yeah yeah we'll get to that one too but that was a, like when I was thinking back on this episode I'm like well no that's really that's the first place the the, the the touchstone for me is that one. I don't know if anyone else remembers that one, but I remember know. it. Okay, good. Well, Not that old, excellent. But yeah, but the, <laughs> yeah. You, but you've never seen the episode? I never. No, I. I mean, I know. I think I've seen the resolution of it. Like I know who did it at this point, yeah. obviously. But, but no, I didn't. But
4: the, it was the episode sets up in which you already know he was like a a, a jerk for, yeah. for for lack of a stronger term. But he get into these altercations with somebody who would threaten his life at the end of the altercation
0: uh, it didn't matter
4: okay. if it was his wife his brother, a cousin his business partner Like they set up every scene that he talked to somebody it ended with them threatening his life mm. so when the gun comes you have a rogues gallery of <laughs> everyone <suspense>. exactly, <laughs> of doing mm. it and yeah. it, 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 they've done it in a plethora of other shows to mimic it because just like what you said earlier that was the biggest thing. I remember because I was standing in front of the TV and I was quickly rushed away because yeah. I was in the way
2: of, of, of people
4: watching it. And mind you, right. these are people that wouldn't even watch. So you got to see their story. Yes. But yeah. no, but here's the thing. Here's how big that was. People who wouldn't normally tune in, tuned right. in just right. so they can understand yeah. to know what was happening as a result of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that distinctly.
3: But again, I mean, like you said, those numbers are unheard of now. Like, you don't get those kind of numbers for anything.
1: Yeah, we got uh. some numbers from our engineer who looked up ah. something for us real quick. So I looked up one thing, and then I'll get to that, is the, the episode where he got shot was mm-hmm. in March okay. of that year. The episode where we find out who shot JR, which mm-hmm. is the one they really pumped, was in November for November sweeps. Ah, uh, okay. And that one had... Mm-hmm. An estimated uh, 83 million people watched. 76% wow. of the U.S. televisions were turned on that night, <laughs> according to estimates, which was more people that's than had participated nuts. in the previous presidential election.
3: Well, that's not yeah. surprising. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that part didn't shock me at all. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> so that was in November sweeps.
0: This one is I, I, I've i never watched a, a, a moment of Dallas, of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. the, the, the original or, or the remake that that they were doing like on TNT like a couple years ago or something.
3: Oh, that's right. They did make it. Okay. Yeah. So Dallas might be resonate with some people, but yeah. Okay. Now it's a right. like remake. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. You're right. And so, but like, but this one was, this one's like all my life,
3: mm-hmm. Not all,
0: my, all my adult life of like being a nerd and into TV and movie. Like, this was like the mythical. Like the who shot J.R. thing, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like, mm. you know, really, I, I remember like the wedding singer gag where like, you know,
2: <laughs> like somebody's right.
0: like yelling, like, come on. And he's like, "Hey, on a second. They just shot Jr. Like, <laughs> right. he's not moving.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what's right. going on here?
3: Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. That was a huge deal. Huge deal. Yeah. And and so
0: really really quick so like you know the gag I made about the baby doing it is is you know like the Simpsons where the Simpsons like obviously aped it like yeah and and weirdly to me like at school at least like it had kind of a mini like who shot Jr like kind of
3: seismic (laughs) Mm -hmm. effect like we were all talking about it like who do you think did it like (laughs) (laughs) who shot Mr Burns like (laughs) what well wasn't that the whole thing was like they tied it into like their at that point they were shields for Butterfinger. Like, Mm -hmm. wasn't that the thing was like, you could, you you could basically, I think it was like you had, I don't remember if it was like, I remember the contest, but it was some kind of contest where you could either have the name, like you had a character's name on a wrapper or something along those lines. And -hmm. if it turned out that that was the character who shot Mr. Burns, then you won some kind of prize.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. This sounds familiar. Yeah.
3: I could totally be wrong. I'm just remembering it that way. that That's what it was. Right. I believe also the series first two-parter.
0: Hmm. Our engineer will know this. he will okay. know this off the top of his head. I'm right. sure <laughs> without even looking it up. But I believe it was their first two parter.
3: Interesting. I never I didn't realize that. So, hmm. but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, it's good. I mean, it was good television at the time. It's mm-hmm. a great one. I mean, I, you know, I remember that one. That was I was into that one, too, because it's again, you know, Mr. Burns is a terrible character in Springfield. One of the worst. So, yeah. you know.
1: I do yeah. remember it was also going on at the same time as the O.J. Simpson trial, no relation oh. to, <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. the Simpsons. But ironically enough, they were cashing in.
4: Uh, also, the big part of that was it was the first real cliffhanger that, that in, was introduced Oh no, with Who Shot J.R.?
3: Yeah, mm. that was a big one. Oh, yeah, okay. It was the
4: first real mm. cliffhanger that was introduced to TV. In which it was an open ending in which people wanted to know what happened and they wouldn't show it until a subsequent episode, you know? Mm, yeah. Right. That.
0: So our engineer sending a note. So it was the first two parter. So ah, yeah, okay. I was right for The
4: Simpsons also. So all
0: right. So what else do you guys got?
4: Oh, for me, mine is not as dramatic. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <they remotely. laughs> uh, uh, the one that I thought that was definitely sweeps that they were uh, doing, but they did it in a different way in which they got a Mm. bunch of shows together and had one overall goal or a Mm. theme that was shared amongst. Like, it didn't jump episode to episode. It's like they did the same thing. And what I'm talking about is going to Disney World. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For some reason or another, a family-oriented show would take the whole clan and go to Disney World on ABC. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I if you're an ABC show, at one point you, you're in, you're a family show. You're definitely going to go. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt.
0: Especially on ABC, all those DJIF shows had one.
4: All of them. Yeah, back to back. It was <laughs> what Step by Step, Boy Meets World, yep. Sabrina the Teenage Witch,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Full
4: House had one.
3: But they brought yep. that forward too because you had Modern Family definitely went, and then Blackish yes. definitely <laughs> went, and then yes. Um, who else? The Middle. Oh, did they? Okay, they gotcha.
4: went as well. Um, that's what I can that's the ones I can think I'm sure there's more I think uh, mm. George Lopez even went okay in one, <laughs> one episode Um, but yeah uh, Roseanne even went in an episode mm. which is it's like really but at one point it was the thing they did to mm. me it was I thought it was just something they wanted more people to see how special Disney World was for yeah, whatever reason it's a commercial,
2: yeah. it's, it's, totally a, commercial it's a, a huge
4: commercial yeah it was a commercial without having a commercial but yeah, that's yeah. the one that comes to mind when they did the uh, going to Disney World episode.
3: Yep. For yeah. sure.
0: Sometimes like NBC would do like, yeah, like, like, like a theme for like a block of episode, uh, a block of shows. I remember like, like for their must see TV Thursday. I remember there was like th- they did like a blackout night where like all the shows had a blackout. <laughs>
2: right.
0: Right. <laughs> right? Which, was, which was kind of fun because it was also the like is like you saw in one show, like how it happened. Mm-hmm. Right, and in like, and, and it just also like kind of happened to be that like, at least like three out of the four shows in that block like all took place in New York, right. right, right. And so and so they were like alluding to like oh they're all like in the same city, and that's the event like the event mad about you is the one that is the blackout you're seeing in Friends, and I think I think of the night I think Seinfeld was the only one that didn't have one, mm-hmm. but um too good to participate. I don't I don't know what the story <laughs> was there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough though that you know if you look at the the Tommy Westfall universe uh, <laughs> all of those shows were connected and it's uh, just a quick tangent for people who don't know uh Tommy Westfall was the name of the the kid at the end of Saint Elsewhere so Saint mm-hmm. Elsewhere was it was a hospital drama in the 80s yes. and the last episode was revealed that like the entire show the entire duration of the show that you watched over seasons was in this kid's mind as he was watching, like a snow
3: globe of the hospital. Like he imagined the whole thing, right? And there's some pretty dark and heavy episodes of, of, of Saint Elsewhere. I just want to put that out <laughs> there. Whenever I think of this, it it gets pretty dramatic. I mean, it's it's you know, it's about a hospital, but there's some dark, dark episodes of Saint Elsewhere,
0: right? And th- this is this is such like like a a, a rabbit hole for people because like yes. that show also did like crossovers with other shows, It's so right. like. As a result, when you think like, okay, well, if it's all in this, in Tommy Westfall's mind, then like this other show that crossed over with saying elsewhere. And then you just get into like, like a nest of just like, how many shows do you like, could there really be? And then uh, honestly, truly there's something like 300 shows that are all like kind of mapped together. that are like, as mm-hmm. part of this, <laughs> this universe. So shared. Universe, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So Clifton, you have one.
1: And I was thinking of the ABC shows as well, but I was thinking the crossovers, mm-hmm. like Urkel flying on his jetpack into into the sets of the other shows, oh, like step-by-step, right. step, which <laughs> yeah. is in 91, I think. I think it was 1991. Mm-hmm. It was September, so it actually wasn't in a sweeps period, but it was a big, big event for anyone of that age into those shows. mm it was when they were really cementing that they were a shared universe there on the uh, TGIF shows. Because there were right. multiple crossovers over the years between a lot of the shows. But that was one where it was like in one night, like Urkel's going to be on every show. <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember that being a big deal at the time.
0: Right. It was a huge deal for us. Because
1: yeah. <laughs> we were nine. But... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone remembers where they were when yep. Urkel crash landed into the <laughs> Lambert family backyard.
0: So, so yeah, I have a I have a bunch that you know some are sweeps episodes and some just are, are just you know just like random gimmicks that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna do one. Um, so the Drew Carey Show did an April Fools' episode. Mm-hmm. You guys remember this? Mm, I don't. No. So. It was called, it was titled, What's Wrong with This Episode? Okay. So, it was season three, episode 22, it aired on April Fool's Day in 1998. And what they did is so they intentionally made the episode with like all these mistakes and errors mm-hmm. in it, right? And then they did like a contest around it. It was like viewers had to find all of them and send them in, and then you would like win a prize or something like that.
3: Oh, that right? sounds familiar. Really, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, that one sounds like, like super, super fun.
2: <laughs> right.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah. that was one. I didn't know that how many, cause I mean, that show's like not really easy to find anymore. Mm. Uh, weirdly, you know, that show was syndicated forever, like on a bunch of stations. And now it's like, I don't, I don't even know that it's on anywhere
3: or even if you can like stream t- it, but didn't like TV land or something have it for a while. Cause that's where I think I watched it was I watched a lot of those on one of those, one of those networks mm. had it, but. Yeah, I remember now that you mentioned, it, now I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. There was a lot of weird stuff in that episode, and I remember the contest angle as well. Another one that I thought about was, um, uh, there's a third Rock from the Sun episode. Okay. That was 3D.
1: (laughs) No, I don't remember that one. (laughs) I I remember this, Uh
3: but I don't remember how they did it. Um... It's basically, if I remember correctly, it was the end of, like, what season? Let me see if I can find it real quick. But I think it's season two. Let me see. It's an hour-long season finale. Yeah, second season. Uh, and they basically, it's, it's basically when the aliens find out about dreams. Uh-huh. And everyone, ha- each one of them has an individual um dream. And then they par- it looks like it says they partnered with Barks Root Beer and Little Caesar's Pizza to distribute 3D <laughs> glasses right. as part of the campaign. <laughs> Yeah, drove the special effects budget to 1.5 million, which for a half-hour comedy, which actually an hour, is, it's a fair amount of money for, especially in it's in 1997. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's a pretty, you know, it's a pretty big deal because then you have to expect that everyone's going to either buy Little Caesars and or Barks root beer to get you know, the 3D glasses
1: right. to get their red yeah. blue plastic glasses.
3: Right. In my <laughs> mind, I thought for some reason I thought it was tied to the Super Bowl, but it looks like it was just tied to the finale of the season.
1: Mm.
3: Right. But yeah, it's just I don't remember much about I remember, let me see. Um yeah, I remember it, it being a thing and like seeing part of it, but I don't remember it enough to be like, uh, you know, enjoying the episode to the point of like <laughs> I just remember it being a stunt like, "Oh, that's interesting. They're going to try something like that."
1: Right.
0: Yeah. You know. I remember it too. I just uh, like I hadn't watched it, you know. Mm-hmm. I did watch the show a little bit, but yeah, I I, I guess not that, not at that point.
3: Yeah. You know. But that was another one that used to be all over. Then that used to be all over um Nick at night and they have that for the longest time. Yeah, for a little while. I think you can catch it like on me
0: TV and stuff oh, like it? that, too, okay. which is kind of the fun part is that like a lot of these, you know, are still like in reruns and you can kind of catch there's one um, friends did one. friends did one that I'm not sure anybody really remembers was mm-hmm. a stunt one. Um, it, it was it was called the one where no one is ready. And it's it's um, from September. 26 mm-hmm. 1996 and it was a real time episode oh, okay. right and so that's the one where ross has like a like a museum benefit to go to right. and they're all coming with him and he's like in his tuxedo and he's like barking oh, yeah. out the whole time like come on like we gotta go in like 10 minutes um and it's a really good episode it's one of my favorites but i think that a lot of times if you watch it in replay now like it's not occurring to you that like all the times that he's barking out are actually like, no, no, no. Like that's how much time has actually lapsed in the episode. Right. So that's one. And then, and then along with real time, X-Files did a real time episode also. Uh, okay. Two years
3: later, but they had a fair amount of like, didn't they do, they had a lot of like their biggest thing on, on friends though, besides like something like that was they had, they would tout what was the one they had? What's the episode they have where it's uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is in it. And then somebody else that's like the big thing was, yeah julia, julia roberts one.
0: so that was the super bowl episode
3: okay that's what i was thinking about that okay.
0: was the one that aired after the super bowl yeah
3: okay because that one i remember was one of those again it's another stunt of like we're getting you know we're getting quote-unquote i mean not that julia roberts isn't a movie star and chunk love undabbed is too but it's the same thing of you know of those two one is a different it's a different strata of, of movie star especially at that time
1: right. right
3: so yeah
1: and friends did it a lot they pulled that a lot Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And Bruce Willis. Who else for the other? Brad Pitt. Wasn't Brad Pitt on it. Yeah. 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 Gary Oldman. Yeah.
0: Gary Oldman did one. Yeah. Um mm. man, who else? Uh Freddie Prince Jr. did one that was also like it was it was like a weird like forty five minute episode.
4: Mm. How about the Robin Williams one with um Billy Crystal?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, that's they right. A, they they were in a, a teaser for an
4: episode. Yeah. They were in the cold opening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when uh, when Father's Day was out, the movie. Oh, Okay, <laughs> that they had done together. Yeah, but yeah, but so but X Files did a real time one called called Triangle. That was from mm. season six, and that was the one where Mulder, like you know, with uh, the Bermuda Triangle, like Mulder goes back in time uh. into like World War II, Okay. right? Mm. And He's on like a, he, he finds himself like on a boat that's like being uh it's being like bombarded by like by like Nazi U boats and stuff like that, and He meets, he meets like Jillian Anderson plays like another woman, like on that boat, but isn't Scully. Right. And then it's sort of like, so it's a real time episode, but it also jumps back to the present where like Scully and the rest of the FBI are like trying to find Mulder who went missing. It's a good episode. It's actually like one of my favorites on, on the list that I had here, but yep. Real time episode.
3: Yeah. Along those lines. What do anyone on the list have the, um, we're going to do it live episodes. We're, yeah. we're gonna do yeah okay because i remember the one that i thought that probably no one else has is i remember when they did um i remember the show rock <laughs> with charles yeah. S. Dutton.
2: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i don't remember yeah. i never watched it i remember that it was a show
3: <laughs> but i remember just the time that it was like back i mean we're talking it was on from it was on three seasons i think fox. it was on like yeah 91 to 94 mm-hmm. on fox i liked it i like charles S. Dutton. i think that's the main reason why i watched it but um they were going to do it in 92. They wanted to do an episode live and they were trying to compare it to like the old, like, um, uh, Jack, you would know like the, the, the playhouse theater stuff that you was on in the early, in the early days of TV, mm-hmm. you know, when they would shoot, when it was basically like they would adapt a play or they, they'd make, they'd play a one act on TV. And that was much more of like, we're going to get theater on TV. And that's what they were, the way they were looking at it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But that was like the experiment of like, let's get, again, we're going to try to draw people in by having this live, action, live action episode. And it, it tended, it was funny, but it also tended, it, most, it was more of like a dramedy, because it goes, you know, every now and then the subject matter would get heavy, you know, and Rock would have to yeah. know, let, so, let, somebody, let somebody know about themselves, you know, <laughs> about what was going on, and where he lived. So, but yeah, that was one of the ones that when I first thought about the live, we're going to do a live action episode, right. live, live, live with a, without a, any delay or any kind of thing.
0: I didn't know that they had one. I, I remember um, I had ER on my list because ER had a live one oh yeah and then uh west wing west wing did one that was there was a debate actually it was like it was like the you know um which i had never watched either of those
1: jimmy smiths versus alan alda right
4: Uh (laughs) but clifton what's that one show with uh that was on nbc yeah what
1: was it what was it called you remember undateable
4: undateable they did that they did that on undateable
1: it started, Which, that all started as a sweeps stunt for them. Yes. Yes. That was the Bill Lawrence sitcom from several years back. It was probably like 2014 through 2016. I think that show was on. Yeah, probably And so. at the end right. of its second season, they did a two-part live episode very close to the end in the May of their second season. And I think they did it because they were struggling. They didn't know if they'd get a season <laughs> three. So they did this big stunt at the end of their season two, and then it was it was so popular that they they got a season three, and then decided to do the entirety of season three as live episodes.
3: The whole the whole thing, the, the entire third thing.
1: season. Yes, wow. yes.
4: Which which was funny because that means they had to step their game up the next time.
2: Right.
4: So, it's funny is how they stepped their game up the next time, Zach. They blended another stunt. What you just previously said. By adding celebrities. So, one celebrity that was added on was Backstreet
2: Boys. (laughs) And they sung,
4: and they were like, they sung the opening. Yeah. And then they sung a song during the course of the show. But that's how they pushed it to the next level in order to keep their show afloat. It was, yeah, it was interesting. But the way they explained it, or the reason why they were comfortable doing it is because most of the cast members were comedians. Mm. So, them appearing on stage is nothing to them. Yeah. And improv
1: and being yes, able to improv, improv was something they were all used to. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that one's streaming anywhere. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it's on Peacock or something. I don't know who produced it. We'll try to find out. But it, is, it was fascinating to watch that season of them trying to like learn how to do it as it went. Mm. And the unfortunate thing is, I think they, they got it. They finally nailed it. But in the season three finale, that was their series finale. They never came back after yeah. that. And it was like that one last episode. I was like, they, they figured it out. Like they got it. They figured out how to make this all work. And then they got canceled.
0: And then they got ca- like so cruel too. I can't, <laughs>
1: right. I can't think
0: of something more cruel than the cancel them after they just did a season of live yeah. TV Yeah. while like, you know, trying to, trying to figure it out as they went.
1: And they did everything twice. So they yeah. did an East Coast performance and a West Coast performance. Yes, yes, I really, and yes. yeah, yeah. Wow. and apparently, like the West Coast ones, I only saw the East Coast ones live. You could see the West Coast ones online if you watch them streaming somewhere else. But yeah, like the West Coast ones were always like crazy because their East Coast one was their safety, <laughs> and then they then they'd celebrate. Uh, and okay. then they go and record the West Coast one. Ah, uh,
3: okay. Yep. And
1: apparently, like they would get a little, a little, a little crazier on that one, right? Huh.
3: <laughs> Who was in that? I don't mean, I know. I sounds familiar, but I cannot remember. I can't place anybody in it.
4: Christie Elliott was the lead. Um, oh, okay, that's right. Okay, that's Ron
3: Funches.
1: Ron Funches is in it. Uh, yeah, love Ron Funches. Bill Lawrence's wife. What's her name from Scrubs?
0: Oh God, what is her name?
1: Yeah, uh, and,
0: <laughs>
4: Andrew Carey show.
1: Yeah, because she's in it.
4: And what was the uh was it Dog with the Blog? The girlfriend no, was, was a dog. It was Good no. Luck
1: Charlie. It was Good, Good Luck, Luck Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. What was her? Um, yeah, Teddy Duncan's. That was a character's name on Good Luck Charlie. Uh, yes. Oh man, Bridget Mendler. That's the actress's yes. name. Yes. Yeah, she was the love interest for like the bar owner character in it. And yeah, they did lots of fun stuff in that live season. Krista Miller. Krista Miller. Yeah. from Drew Carey show yeah Yeah. she was in Mm -hmm. she came in in season three because she's the show the showrunner's wife in real life
0: yeah so she's yet to show up in Ted Lasso I'm waiting for that
1: oh yeah (laughs) that's true Uh,
4: yeah it's not over yet yeah but the one uh, one I was thinking of it it kind of turns into the thing they go to for the sweep episode is the famous wedding episode I don't care whose wedding it is it may be two important <laughs> mm-hmm. characters right. or maybe like for example i'm thinking for brooklyn nine nine jake and amy mm-hmm. when they get married is a very big episode in which right. it's always an episode in which two star crossed uh uh leads or supporting characters end up getting married and the whole episode is wrapped around if they shouldn't or shouldn't or just scrambling to make sure everything's perfect for whatever reason um we get that again like um, brooklyn nine nine
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm thinking you get that in, the Flash, right, Frank?
3: I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so.
4: And then uh, there's like a plethora of ones that do that mess. Uh, Full House, J- uh, Jesse and Becky's wedding.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, trying to think what else. Um, because I'm th- oh Parks and Rec when you have Ben marry um Leslie, mm-hmm. that's a big one. But every time there's a wedding, it always seems to be a big episode, regardless of. Of um when it occurs or it might be the culmination of the uh season. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. Like Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince, it was yeah. built up for like a season. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yes.
3: But it's also that way with like like couples that are like will they or won't they too? That like that happens a fair mm-hmm. amount of times. Like yeah they finally yeah. like finally yeah. get together. Um yeah. like I don't know. I don't, I can't remember just is like one of the big will they or won't they is obviously with Sam and Diane for cheers. Oh yeah. But I can't remember if that episode it's been so long i can't remember if that one's been the the episode where like that was a big stunt i don't think it was i don't think it was they almost get married not when they almost get married i think that's i think that is but i think like when they actually get together is that like i don't i can't recall if it was or not
4: oh it it it, it, they do it with the kiss and that's another thing yeah okay and that's another thing when when two characters kiss or they kiss somebody for the first time (laughs) right it's always a big thing i remember the um the the
3: ooh
4: <laughs> that goes in the background right, yeah. every right. time that comes on regardless of it that 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 that, that always makes me laugh yeah
3: yeah because that was the thing with like again you know I, I, moonlighting had a bunch of stunt shows but yes. that was one of the ones was the mm-hmm. idea of getting the two of them together was was a big deal um, the other ones were like they did the uh, atomic shakespeare yeah they they did the Taming of the Shrew. Mm-hmm. They did that one mm-hmm. as as a as a, as a modern, somewhat modern take, and then I think it's like I think it's a two part, like it's it's two episodes within the same. Like they do it one way straight, and then the other one's played up from like like Dave's point of view and Bruce Willis's character. Um, but the other one that they did that they didn't do it first, but the one they did a musical episode. Okay.
4: Where um yeah where where is like is done it's damn near a musical where everyone's singing their lines or something, or just have a title song is that type of thing.
3: It's again. It's one of those. It's told from from her point of view. Like they, they, it's about to It's like a, mur- a murder mystery, like from the forties, and it's partly told in black and white. And it's basically um, from each of their characters' point of views. But they did. You know that was one of the things where like, I think it was a big deal because they had a song. I want to say by Billy Joel that wasn't like either hadn't been released yet. So it was like kind of a like a double stunt, where they huh. were doing this. Mu- they were doing this musical bit, and then also had this this song. I gotcha. Um, but like. Uh, Tommy didn't like Zena did it first right wasn't Zena the first place to do it
4: the musical episode yeah I don't know a lot of shows have done it to me it's a blur <laughs> because no yeah. Zena definitely did it but I, I can't even know where that begins and ends because of the musical episode I mean the one that I, the one that glares most is the uh the Buffy episode in which they do that
3: right mm. once more with feeling
4: yeah once more with feeling
3: it's a good episode it is a good show. Oh episode.
4: yeah, oh yeah. Well the fact that yeah. they, didn't he make all the um the songs,
3: Hemp's? Yeah, yeah. We the, the, all that stuff they, they created for the show for sure. I mean it was done, it's done typical like musical style where basically when a character's got to express an emotion or give some kind of backstory or something is revealed character-wise, they do it in song. But yeah, it's all done for that. I remember something, like somebody told me that there was a
0: realization, like, like with them just being on set where they were like, oh wow, like we have we just kind of happen to have a cast where like almost everybody's got a really good singing voice.
3: Yeah. Except for Alison Hannigan. No, she, like
0: almost everybody. I, I I say, because I think, um, Willow, right. Does,
2: does, yeah. Allison, she yeah. Just
3: sings like one line. No, she doesn't sing at all. Okay.
4: Yeah. She doesn't sing
3: at all. Yeah, she, There's a point where she's about to sing and they cut her off. She doesn't get to sing in it at all. That's the whole, that's okay, like one right. of the jokes is like, nope, she, they don't let her sing because her voice is not very good. Apparently <laughs> no offense, Alison Hannigan. Um, but yes, apparently it is it, in the, in the, in the, she did not want to, she didn't want to, I think is what the other thing was. But um, okay. But I think what it was is they had, they got to, like, you know, again, they got together as a group and really like they had the realization, like you said, you know, outside of the show, they realized that they are like, you know, everyone has some kind of singing background. So they, therefore we could do this. But I thought, like I said, I thought Xena was the first place I remember it. And like from there, there was Buffy and I was trying to think who else had a musical episode.
0: I think Scrubs had one. Did they? Okay. I
4: think so. Yeah, Scrubs, Community. And then we had something like Oh oh, um
3: Batman Brave and Bold had one. Um, Yes, they did. mm -hmm. The Music Meister. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then Flash and Supergirl Crossover with the Music Meister in the Airover shows. Yeah. Yeah. The Xena one I just looked up, uh aired February second, nineteen ninety eight. So that's when that one was from.
3: Okay. But they also had um, Buffy also had the uh, the the silent episode with the gentleman, which is, which is hush, yeah, right? Yeah. Hush is the episode. Yeah, hush yeah, is a really, really good episode.
0: Yeah, it's another really good one too. And you guys know I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Buffy fan, but yeah, right. I mean I've seen these episodes and
3: right. Um, you know. the other one the other one that I thought was when you were talking about that stuff is um, the episode of Angel Smile Time, which is when they yep. replace Angel with a puppet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it wasn't it's necessarily. Fantastic. I mean, it wasn't necessarily, I mean, it was a stunt, but it wasn't necessarily done. I don't think it was done for any other reason. I think one of the things I don't think we mentioned with a lot of these shows is it's it's done to boost ratings and it's it's done to bring people in, but I think it's also done when like, they just know creatively, no one's watching the, you know, the idiots are running the asylum so we can do whatever we want,
1: right?
3: Uh-huh. you know, and there's kind of a freedom that comes knowing that. <laughs> so yeah. I think that uh-huh. one, and again, I, I'm not saying that the episode's bad. I love smile time. I think it's a fantastic episode of that show, but yeah. Right. You know, it's one of those things of like on paper you just give casually give someone that idea they're like, "What why do you mean they're gonna <laughs> replace it with a puppet? But it works it works really well
1: it is a February episode is February eighteenth two thousand four I take it directed back. by Ben Edlin, creator of the tick yeah so oh,
0: well wow. yeah. yeah, I think some of the live episodes we talked about too, which tended to be like dramas and stuff like that, were also you know aside from from undatable and stuff like that um. You know, I, I think it was also a bit to like to sort of like make it interesting for the actors that had been there for years.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You know and I mean? And and things didn't change all that often. Right. right. So it was just kind of a way to ma- make it a little more interesting, I thought, maybe for them. But mm-hmm. yeah, I remember um, So mad about you had a, had a single shot episode. OK, it's called The Conversation. So this was after like, you know. I really love the show, like up until like season four. And then I think it starts to get a little little kind of strange okay. in places. So this was after they had the baby. And so this was this was um, kind of centered around. They're putting the baby to sleep and the baby keeps crying and crying and crying. And this is the night they're going to try it, essentially, like just let the baby cry it out. Okay. Right. And we're not going to go in and and uh, comfort her. She's going to learn to take care of herself. Right. Right, And so, yeah, so the whole episode, like they, they move the shot a little bit, a couple of times, like throughout the set a bit. But really, the whole thing is done like right outside the baby's door and they're just kind of sitting in the hallway. And I just remember it was like it was like really kind of heady and, and sad in a way, because it was framed in, in like in like, you know, we're doing this for her right. so that she can learn to take care of herself. But at the same time, like we're also realizing, like she's not going to need us always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what right. i mean it's sure. a, like this is a comedy guys uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait.
3: right yeah people want to you know? laugh yeah 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 but we i guess i mean there are a lot of fairly stunty baby episodes too right did anyone have those now that i was thinking about it, i'm like isn't a bait like i don't think because again i can talk about old old shows I, I can't remember i know ricky being born little ricky being born and i love lucy was a pretty big deal right wasn't that a big yeah. I man was done as a stunt.
4: Oh, the coming but, uh, of a new child or something.
3: Yeah, right. So them, you know, them having a kid, you know, inter- interjecting a child into the show, usually mm-hmm. is, is, was done fairly. You know, it was it was never a lot of times it wasn't taken as a light moment.
4: Yeah, yeah, true. I don't say to me, I like it when they bring a new character into into it, okay. and the best one I can think of. Is I don't know if you guys are Star Trek fans, uh, but mm-hmm. the one I the one I enjoyed the most is when they put Worf in Deep Space Nine without rhyme or reason. Yeah, like this is when uh, Next Generation had ended and Deep Space Nine was still on the air, right. so they just interjected him in, and it's just it was just nice. I mean, it was it made it in a weird way it made sense when it didn't have to, but right. they just threw a, a a a character into it that. Just worked well with the show,
3: right? Kind of like when yeah. they bring in Spike into Angel.
4: Yes, yes, yeah. It, yeah. Mm. That's another great. Uh, yeah, that's another great. uh When they interject a uh, character from into a spinoff, no less, right. right? Yeah, yep. I'm trying to think of any other spinoffs where they brought the um a character from the main storyline. Like I don't know if you guys watched the Parkers, but when Moesha made a appearance <laughs> on the Parkers, which the Parkers was a spinoff <laughs> from Moesha, that mm-hmm. was a thing, yep. you know? Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: Tommy Westfall Universe. Yeah, 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 (laughs) it's another one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Moesha Mm -hmm. and the Parkers. Yep, I remember that. Yeah, Yeah. there was um, News Radio did a pop up video episode.
4: Oh, okay. Oh, really?
3: (laughs) You might need to (laughs) explain what that is.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good point.
3: Yeah, good point. Good point. So, so, so
0: back back when there were music videos, when those were a thing, Mm. (laughs) they still
1: are. They're just on YouTube yeah <laughs> instead right.
0: of vh1 right <laughs> so vh1 had a show called pop-up video where they would play like popular music videos but they would put like little pop-up like boop, like trivia factoids thing about the band or the or, or the video itself and stuff like that mm. and it it got like pretty popular for a while and then so yeah i i don't remember this episode this is one of those that, that like i looked up um but yeah, I remember. So the, yeah, they, they had a pot. I, this was the one I looked up because I thought I, I thought Drew Carey did it. Okay, but it was so, like, oh, he no, did. It's news radio. No, you're huh? right.
4: You're hundred. No, you're hundred percent correct. I remember that was Drew Carey. That's one okay. of the few episodes mm-hmm. of Drew Carey I do remember. You're hundred percent correct. They did definitely do that.
1: Do you remember this one, Clifton? No, I can't. I don't actually <laughs> remember this one. It, it's been a while since I've seen them. I have seen them all. Mm.
0: It sounds familiar. It was called our 50th episode. Okay. Which I think was episode like 48.
1: <laughs> right. Also. Right. That was a funny crew on that show. Like. They yeah. <laughs> um, love news radio. Yeah. Yeah. I remember their Titanic episode where their radio station was for some reason the Titanic. <laughs> yep. I remember that one too. And I remember their sci-fi episode where their radio station was in a space station. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I do remember those episodes, but I don't remember the pop-up one. <laughs> they were
0: paranoid about the space station <laughs> episode. You remember that story? No. Because it was, it was originally going to be the season ender for season four. Okay. Like the network wanted it to be the season ender for season four right. and the cast and, or uh, not the cat, like the producers, and everybody got super paranoid about it that they thought they were going to be canceled.
2: Okay. Uh.
0: Right. Because everybody dies at the end of that episode as a, right. as a gag. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so they thought like, oh, wait a minute. You're asking this... us to do this episode where everybody dies at the end to be the last one. Yeah. This so like, and are you, are you going to pull the plug on us?
1: <laughs> was John Lovitz on the show at the time? Was he already there?
0: No, I think that was a Phil Hartman. Episode. I may be wrong. Okay. It may be a season three episode. Yeah. It may have been season three in the season. where I remember it was a Phil Hartman episode.
1: Just because there was a Saturday Night Live story from the 80s cast that everyone forgets where it ends with them all in a fire. That's how a season of Saturday Night Live ends <laughs> is that the cast is in a fire. Wow. And it's it's uh, it's right when John Lovitz joined Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And like the gimmick at the end of the show of the end of that season of Saturday Night Live is that the cast is trapped in a fire like in the dressing rooms. And Lord Michaels goes into it and comes out with John Lovitz and nobody else. <laughs> and everybody else was fired that season. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> except for John Lovitz. Oh wow, jeez, that's funny.
4: Um, saying that remind me of Dynasty. Okay, Dynasty was so similar to Dallas, except it was on yeah. ABC as opposed to CBS. Mm-hmm. They did something similar. Okay. It was the episode, it was called the Moldovian Massacre, in which, <laughs> for whatever reason, <laughs> terrorists ran into their mansion and shot everybody up. Okay. And you didn't know who made it, but it was a way for, I later found out it's a way that um, Dallas used to renegotiate people's contract to see if they're coming back. Oh, wow. If, if you know, if your contract wasn't negotiated or, you know, we couldn't make an impasse, we could say your character died.
3: Oh jeez.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it was a season finale cliffhanger. But at the end of the day, only two people you didn't care about died. So it was, you know, BS. Yeah. But it was similar to that, which you didn't know who was coming back. But I can't believe SNL did that with the whole cast. <laughs> yeah, that's that's just wow. That's yeah. That's savage on a whole nother level.
0: This was a another one I didn't know about, but man, I'm so happy that this existed. Mm. Um so So David Letterman did a uh, 360 episode. Okay. (laughs) So this was December 9th, 1986. So the episode starts regular. And as the episode goes, the frame just circles a little bit. Like (laughs) like a little bit every second yeah, until it's upside down.
2: (laughs) And then it goes around in a circle.
0: And so he said, so this is, this is from, uh, vulture.com who did a, uh, a, a little, a little bit about it. And so they have like a bit, like a bit from his monologue where he says on August 15th, 1932, CBS experimented with a television transmission called worldwide review. We've had network cable colored stereo. And tonight, another experiment. <laughs>
2: Thanks to the technological
0: geniuses at RCA, we bring you the 360 image rotation television program. During our program, the picture will rotate once entirely, as I imagine most of you do at home. (laughs) You think it's annoying now? Just wait about
3: 10 minutes. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Jeez.
0: Oh, I love that this
4: happened. You know, they showed a piece of that on uh, on that documentary on HBO Max with the late night wars.
2: Uh. And
4: yeah, they show bits of it as What's insane is there's a they show a clip where the T you literally have to turn your TV upside down on its top <laughs> in order to see it normally. Like they he took it that far, which is insane. Yeah, he did he did bits like that outlandishly all the time.
0: Yeah, they said um on Vulture, they said what's great about it is that you see the the four stages of Letterman concept shows where he's like he's He's amused at first, and then he's annoyed by it. Then he's in mm-hmm. anger and openly mocking it. And then by the end, he's like, just he's ignoring it.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he did stunt stuff all the time, but it wasn't like, I don't think it was done so much for ratings, but like a lot of the stuff that he did. One of my favorites. And again, this will get back to the main topic, but there's one where they have the Alka-Seltzer suit and they dipped him in water. <laughs> and they, he didn't realize that as that Alka-Seltzer is, is given off that gas, there's no oxygen. So he almost <laughs> he, he's like the first time they did it in rehearsal, he's like, I almost died because I couldn't breathe, and I'm just I'm hoisted up I'm I'm hung up by you know by the wires and I'm being lowered and there's just gas and I'm like I can't get any air because it's all you know <laughs> coming off the suit. You know, so they had to basically from that point when they did it again for the actual show, they had to give him a, a breathing, you know, a scuba gear so he could actually breathe <laughs> so he wouldn't die. <laughs> That's incredible.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, God. That's so funny. I love all Mm -hmm. of his stupid crap that he would do. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) He would drop like 3000 bouncy balls off the roof of the Ed Mm -hmm. Sullivan Theater.
3: (laughs) Yep. Just because. Yep. Or Chris in Hydraulic Press. That was some of my favorite stuff, too.
0: Yep. It's surprising to me as I was looking at this, like how many of them were like within three or four years of each other. Yeah. (laughs) like everything on my list when I was looking at it, cause I was getting air dates of it. Cause I wanted to see if it was a sweeps episode or not. And it was like 97, 98, 96, 98, 90. Right. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were NBC shows too. That was, the, that's, that's <laughs> another thing. Not that they were the only ones that did it, obviously, but right. you know, I guess it just seemed like a time over there where they're just like, they seemed to be like, you know, encouraging it or, you know, or just cool with like, yeah, all right, whatever.
1: Right. Yeah. Try
0: it. <laughs> sure. I don't know if this qualifies. It may. Um, Law and Order did. There's one episode of Law and Order called Aftershock from season six. And it's like reportedly the only episode not to feature a case.
1: Okay. Right. So the
0: open is that like (laughs) some um, some prisoners like executed. Okay. And the cast is kind of like shaken up about it or whatever. And so they all take the day off. Hmm. And then it's like, and then it's like the only time you see like the cast, like with their families, like interacting with their families in the home life and
3: stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. So all the dun-dun, dun-dun was what their apartments or their homes or. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Sam Waterson's house, dun-dun,
0: <laughs> you know. So I don't know if you guys have any more. I got one more. Okay. On my list. I think you guys will remember this though. Uh, this is, this is a animated episode. Okay. From Dexter's Lab <laughs> called right. Dexter and Computress get Man Mandark. <laughs> right? Mm, okay. Season two, episode 37. So this is the episode um that was written by a fan. Oh, okay. Right? Um, I remember watching this when it when it aired because I remember hearing that it that it was it was written by a fan. But um to go on further, so so Tyler Samuel Lee is, is was the fan that wrote the show. So it was a contest. So they were accepting, I guess, scripts. I don't know wh- how they were accepting. It. I couldn't figure out how they were doing it, but they were accepting like stories from fans and they were going to do one. Okay. So Tyler um, audio recorded this episode, right? He was oh. also six and a half at the time. <laughs> so his mom <laughs> recorded him like as he basically uh uh, dictated this episode like what happened and what the characters are doing and they loved it so much that they ended up just like just animating to the tape right like like the characters are not voiced by the usual voice actors like it's they're voiced by by this six-year-old kid right (laughs) he's
1: doing all the parts he's acting out his whole story that he's making Hmm. up
0: okay Yeah. yeah that's cool and so they changed the style a little bit of it. Like, so it, it, it's drawn differently to look even mm. kind of more uh, <laughs> like, you know,
3: uh, stylized. Right. Right. It's
1: like rough crayon yeah.
3: look. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. That sounds cool. I'd never heard of that before.
1: Oh, really? I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, no, I was not familiar with that one. I thought you guys were all going to be like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, because that, <laughs>
0: that was one that came to me
3: like, like late. But I'm like, yeah, that's right. No, I watched a lot of it early, but I, didn't, I guess I didn't watch up to that point. But yeah, that sounds great. That is really cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, so let's start closing out. We'll end on uh, like what's a stunt or gimmick we want to see that uh, uh, happened in one show that was, you know, could be one of the ones that we mentioned that we think would work or would be fun to see in another show. But first, if you like the show, you can check out all of our episodes on YouTube and let me know how it is dot com. Just please, however you find us. Don't forget to like, subscribe and leave us a review. And finally, if you want to suggest a topic, send it away in the comments or on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials, L-M-K-H-I-I.
2: All right.
3: Let's go first. So I was always a fan. I did always like the, the musical episodes, and I thought more shows should have done mm-hmm. musical episodes. And I would have thought it would have been awesome if we had gotten Breaking Bad, the musical episode.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, That'd just yeah. be heartbreaking you know just that, the
3: very <laughs> no I'm just thinking about it just the various locations in 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 the in the a b q all over Albuquerque, all the stuff that yeah, they could just, do uh
4: just be heartbreaking man,
3: watching the twins <laughs> you know those those scary scary twins doing a number you know just dancing and not sitting not singing or saying anything or maybe they could express themselves finally you know uh, a gustavo fring song uh a little Saul Goodman action, and then of course uh Jesse and Walt you know in the in the lab. <laughs> you know something about cooking you know there's <laughs> got to be the lyric in there something i, I don't know if, if Vince Gilligan was interested in writing lyrics for music but i thought breaking bad the musical episode would have been awesome oh, oh. man i bet
0: <laughs> i bet oh. cranston would kill it yes of course he would cranston and oh. and gus oh my god man yeah right
3: <laughs> yeah
4: just based on the theme those songs would be just sad man uh, and even if they're cheerful they still feel sad man
3: well, it, would, it wouldn't be like when he, when 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 he'd have to go to chemo or something. It would just be wow. Like when just-
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> Jeez, it could oh be.
3: man, it could, it could be. be yeah. but you
4: never know. <laughs> but I
3: don't know. I mean,
4: who's singing a sunny song in that? Th- oh, I don't
3: know. God. You know, there'd be a lot of it doesn't have to be sunny. But then that's my point. If it's not sunny, it's going to be a sad song. Yeah. No, I'm just I'm just saying. Like you know, there would just be a lot of again. You know, a lot of character reveal stuff through song you know, uh, again, uh, Vince Gilligan would have to, to to rhyme, you know, one of the, one of Jesse Pinkman's favorite words has a lot of rhymes, itch, which, you know, mm. all sorts of words <laughs> that they could be rhymed with. So, you know, the, the possibilities are endless. I think it just would have been oh. a great to see. I think it'd okay, be fun. Sure.
0: Yeah. Sure. Be like Sweeney Todd. Right, <laughs> exactly. Jeez, that was
4: so okay. Thank
2: sure. you, Zach. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. You guys hear really quick that you know, they're talking about the sequel of Joker being a musical. Heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I don't, don't hate it. That. I don't hate
3: it. Yeah. Guess, <laughs> yeah. Not the worst idea. No, it's really not. Oh, that was something that I was. I, but I did have a thought of of the jarring. Like, when I was trying to think of modern stuff, when it came to actual sweeps or stunts, the idea of Ed Sheeran and Game of Thrones is still something I can't get past. <laughs>
1: Or oh, it just randomly yeah.
3: appears? Yeah, it yeah. well, just shows up. So,
1: so uh, I was so out of it, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> and, oh, wow. and and so then I'm just like, oh, like who's this guy? That he, he sings all right. Like I, right. this guy's all right. Yeah, right.
3: But that was a modern one where I was like, what's another? I mean, granted, he was just a fan, and they didn't really need him because yeah. it was like one of the biggest shows in the world at that time. But yeah, yeah. You know, you know. The, yeah, again, I feel bad for him there. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, we again we we talked about when we were trying to come up with ideas for the show, we talked about that whole bit of, of um in the show extras, extras
2: mm-hmm. there's
3: a bit with with Chris Martin from Coldplay showing up on Ricky Gervais's show within a show. For
4: no reason other than yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
3: right. and it, yeah. That's what that's another one where I'm just like, no, it's just done for for ratings to <laughs> have him show up in the middle yeah. of wherever it was Northampton in England or wherever it was where the show takes place. But yes, yeah, and Sheeran like is a modern as a modern stunt is the one i was like, What? Why? Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's funny you should say that
4: because in the same show they do two other stunts and combine. Well, they two popular stunts and combine them, which is the wed red the wed wedding. Which yes. a stunt is to kill everybody or wedding. They just say, well, hey we'll, mm-hmm. we'll blend the two Everybody dies at a wedding, so yeah, they're not without their stunts.
3: Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I just remember I went to talk about that and forgot.
4: <laughs> but oh, for my idea, all I all I want is a character brought into another, like, okay, like what I said with Worf coming into um, Deep Space Nine, Mm -hmm. whole character just with new people, never seen him before, totally realized. But I'm trying to think which show that works, because to me it worked also with Spike being a Buffy. Right. Mm -hmm. Established character, uh, you know who he is, you just plop him in there, bam, he's in there.
3: Well, they did this, again, another one that I thought of after we were talking about earlier was um, was, uh, detective munch from homicide just that showing up randomly on law and order
4: on law and order Mm -hmm. right
3: whatever into whatever law and order he was on because there were like 12 of them or still is 12 of them i don't even know but yeah he was he was you know obviously a part of homicide richard belzer's character and then when that show ended he just got folded into um into law and order and then there's also like when you're talking about the the kid with the the snow globe from saint elsewhere he has the Mm. distinction of being on more shows than his character has been on more shows than, than some, like he's been on like, I don't know, Belzer's character, um, mm-hmm. Detective Munch mm-hmm. was like on X-Files and, and then by extension, yeah. he was on another show that, you know, there was a bunch of crossover stuff with just his character. So, but that's another one I thought of like, oh yeah, he's, he was, it's not so much a stunt cause who stunts around Richard Belzer. Um,
2: but <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> but no, but, I mean, again, I love his character. I love Homicide. It's one of my favorite shows of all time, but at the same time, he just, you know, that was a. Folding that character into, and he was supposed to be the same character from Baltimore. So,
2: well,
4: yeah. And then and again, remind me of what Zach said with uh, um, Urkel being on different shows. Mm-hmm. So, I was kind of thinking, I, for lack of thinking, like to have the Frog Brothers from the Lost Boys be on Stranger Things. That could work. I know, <laughs> I know you work. can't do the, but you know what I'm saying? It's just to sure. have, have someone from the 80s be yeah. in it. And yeah. total character immersed into it and you know who the characters are and what they do but the audience is somewhat like who the heck are these guys you know or something like, right. that. that's what I would enjoy thoroughly yeah. just drop them in as if they exist in that universe <laughs> sounds good Clifton you got one
1: I just want Muppets in anything because they have actually done a lot of guest appearances across TV and in yeah. music videos, strangely yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we mentioned we were talking about Undateable. We mentioned Bridget Mendler from Good Luck, Charlie. The Muppets were on an episode of Good Luck, Charlie on Disney Channel. Uh-huh.
3: They were. They were just on, um, what's that, that, uh, Rob Riggle golf miniature golf
1: show. Yeah. though is a Holy Moly. It's That's something it. like that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You they know. host that. They've hosted raw. They've mm, been on WWE yeah. raw. Uh, yeah. So like, I'm I'm for anything where the Muppets just show up for yeah. random, random reasons. Uh, Weezer videos, Ben Folds five. <laughs> they've done music videos with everyone. Right. They get around. I don't know if their rating's gold, but people keep working with them. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, ah, man, I don't know what I would go with. I feel like, um, I kind of want like, like a 3d episode, like third rock of the third rock from the sun Mm -hmm. and just put it on any of like the horror shows that are going on right now. Right. Okay. So, like a 3D Stranger Things. <laughs> That'd be cool. I think it would be fun. So, just make it like you know, like an old, uh, uh, you know, sci-fi B movie. Right. right. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think it lends
1: itself to that. You just have to buy Little Caesars pizza to get the glasses. <laughs>
0: That's right. Done. Done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, twist my arm, Clifton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, as always, we'll post links and examples to everything we talk about on letmenowhowitis.com. Please remember to like us and follow us on social media, and we will see you guys next time.